Welcome to When Marriage and Purpose Collide, the, the podcast. podcast. So, babe, I think people want to know about us a little more. I think we should tell them. Well, I was looking fine, handsome online. You slid in my DMs. I was standing on a frozen lake with my dad. And it was Mm-mm. Stop, oh. stop, Sturge. Just speed it up. All right. So, basically, we met online. Almost a year later, we were engaged. And six and a half months later, we were married. So there's so much to our story that we want to share. We always knew we had a mission. We are in no way perfect. Well, we are passionate about helping Christian singles date with intention and purpose for marriage. Hence this podcast. Take a peek into our lives as we handle married life on purpose. There also will be some laughter, some seriousness, and a lot of thought-provoking topics. So whether you are single and dating, engaged, or newlywed, Wait, don't forget the married couples. We want to thank you for tuning in. On to the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome back for another episode. We back for another episode. Slow. I was matching. There you go. You was matching me. You had it. You had it. You know how we do, y'all. We a little tired. Well, I am. I had coffee. I'm a little tired. I I had coffee too, but it ain't working or it didn't work. I'll crash, hopefully. Anyway, but we appreciate y'all making it back for another episode. We love our audience and our fans. Y'all have been watching. We seeing the numbers go up on the platforms we are loving the love so please 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 continue to subscribe continue to follow continue to like and continue to comment on things that we post and that we put out there yes and thank y'all for also coming in um y'all it's been a minute since dj and i yeah have been on here i think this is our first episode this season where we actually no, are, go ahead. I was about to are together without guests, which I'm not mad at. That's all. Why are you not mad at it? Because we got like multiple guests coming through. We we had a chance to do just can we talk? Just do We're gonna keep it in there. Just do uh us. Yeah, it's been a while since we've actually done one. So last season. This last season, and so we just were just we just like, y'all need the love from other people, too. And y'all be hearing us a lot. But I know some of y'all are like, okay, there's, you know, we want to hear from y'all, too. Come back to us. So yep. we're back on this episode. We're going to be back a few more times. Um, I think next episode we have another guest. But, you know. We're hitting you with one of them uh, feature-filled albums. <laughs> and we're the interlude. Yeah. But anywho, y'all know what we start off with. It's our first segment. Hey. Oh, what? What? Welcome to When Marriage and Purpose <laughs> Collide. <laughs> I guess. Now you can go into it. You didn't. You didn't no, say I did. I Would you say something? Just now? You didn't say nothing beforehand. No, because you was right, we jamming and I told you through. was tired. I knew I was forgetting. I felt like I was forgetting something. I, I couldn't you. figure, I figure out what it was. He, he, he got in there. 
Yeah, we love y'all. Y'all know who we is. Y'all y'all listen to the intro. First and off, our intro is never the same because we always mess it up. I think we only got a Right, one about, time this whole season. I'm talking about our intro that we always have. Y'all heard, welcome to When Marriage and Purpose. Come on. Y'all know who we is. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, why do we say it twice? Anyway, go we ahead. We say it twice. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Something interesting. Is our next segment, because we always have this segment, and y'all like this segment, I think, but we're going to keep doing it, even if y'all don't like it, because we like to do it, so yeah. Bars. Uh, so it's something interesting. And my something interesting. No, how about you go first? I wasn't ready. I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I got to remember how I was going to intro mine. So, go so this past weekend, for all of us who be geeking out and nerding up, wherever you want to call it, geeking <laughs> out and nerding up. Comic Con <laughs> was this past weekend. And I finally went because I always miss it. Always, always miss it. Got on my nerves because he kept saying, "Ooh, Comic Con!" I miss, this I miss Comic Con. I, I missed it, it. and well, it makes I me miss... mad because it's his final time, like to get out, and you don't yeah, get out, true. and that's so true. I get mad when you don't go nowhere. Yeah, that's true. Especially for things you like to do. So I went. I took a child with me. I took my son. I didn't know who to take, but I took my son. I figured he would like it more. We was debating on which child would. <laughs> Well, Delaya, you know, she would like it because of the costumes. But Lavelle, he would like it because of, you know, superheroes. Right. We were just trying to figure it out. We didn't know, but we figured that Lavelle might be the one. Well, because Delaya is very scary. Yeah. She has a lot of stuff that she sees. And we were just at, at Power Play. If y'all know what Power Play is, it's like a little um, game that, center that was place. And so everything that she saw, she was scared of. No. The but... rides, the horses on the rides. So, segue into that. We'll get back to the something interesting. What made me so upset about that... We, we should have did all of these. We forgot. Forgot to do it in the other one, but... I went and paid for this card. The $20 for us to do all these rides and stuff. And she kept begging and whining about this uh, yeah. uh, carousel mm -hmm. with the horses and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. We get to it and she's like, no, I don't want to ride it. And I'm already on there with Lavelle. I'm like, I ain't paid. And that's the thing. You got to pay before you get on. So I ain't paid for both of them to get on. And she doesn't get on because why? She's scared of the horses' faces. Which is I, understandable. But I, I saw the upset. horses' faces and I was like, okay, I can see that. Yeah, and is. everybody I told was like, yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, but still, you could have waited. It was just a lot. And she was very, I think she was overstimulated by the oh, kids yeah. and all that stuff. So Did she even take a nap? Probably no nap. Nope, she didn't take a nap that that uh, day. So and she tried to get on the other ride. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not about to sit there and pay for you to be scared and not ride something again. We we just gonna go ahead and me and Lavelle just spent all the points on it on everything. I know we got back. We was like, oh, Delay finally wants to do something. He's like, we it's, 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 it's gone. I was like, after that, I was upset. I was like, nah, nah. Me and Lavelle gonna go have fun. He he basically won all the tickets for them to get a. Uh, what was it, Tootsie Rolls or Suckers or something like that? <laughs> but as far as Comic Con goes, sorry, thank you, thank you. Gosh, so <laughs> I don't think I'll ever do that again when it's cold because it was crazy cold on a Saturday mm -hmm. where I had to carry Lavelle all the way by like three blocks just to get to Comic Con. And he's not light, not with that boy heavy. It's like carrying two backpacks, backpacks, backpacks full mm -hmm. of bricks. 
mm-hmm. and <sighs> it was so cool. He had to like tuck his hands into his jacket, mm-hmm. and then I had to tuck him into my jacket and then carry him. That it was yeah. cold last week. It, it was, it was, was freezing. By the time I got home, I was just like, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I don't want to play. But y'all didn't even stay long. That's because I had to carry him all over the place. And I'm just saying, like the the point that the part that I don't. Well, I I was there earlier. Oh, okay. It, you probably think, oh man, they back right after work. Like, no, I was there since like twelve. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was there early. Okay. And we didn't get back until two thirty. That's long. That ain't long at all for us. We went around circles. We probably could have stayed and watched the the. Uh... Well, the two thirty. 12, 30, 1, 30, 2, 30. Mm. Yeah, you're carrying the bricks around the whole place. I don't know. I still think you don't know how to stay out. That's all I'm trying to say. That, no, no. You don't know how I to think stay. halfway through, <laughs> after I got done searching what I was looking for, I was like, I want to leave. And plus, Lavelle started getting hungry, and I didn't I didn't prep for food. So, But you made it to Comic-Con. I did make it to Comic-Con. I probably could have stayed all the whole time. They had stuff going on. I probably could have saw... Uh, William Shatner, but nope. I was like, nah, William Shatner. I'm out of here. And plus, I didn't have one of them. And I don't want to spend that money that they was trying to ask for. They wanted $80 for some pictures. And I was like, nah, I'm good. So, yeah, anyway. But what about you? Nerd and geeks. Yes. Um, I'll yeah. probably go again, but uh, I'm going to need you to come with me next time. I ain't going to that. You already told me what was there. I'm good. I uh, saw the visuals yeah, in my head. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'll cosplay. That's what it was. I'll cosplay. go to the Black Comic Con or something like that. You know they they have that. It's called DreamCon, I think. Okay, so but I'll, it's not here. So yeah, so that's I'll be dreaming about it. Well, that's so. Uh, so anyway, my thank you, babe, for sharing you something interesting. Um, my something interesting was is just more so of, um, reflection off of, um. I listened to Tim Ross and um, they had a relationship podcast with him and his wife, Juliet Ross. I love them. Shout out to the basement. But um, I listened to them and she was just basically describing her family and her family's like personality versus Tim's personality, her husband. And so she was saying how um, her family is like joyful and they laugh a lot. They have fun. They're just happy. Like it's just the, the nature and the grade of their family. Like that's the way it is. And so I was thinking of um, coming back to the point where my mom was talking to us and how a lot of times my mom, she's such a jokey person a lot of times and she likes to have everything fun and she, you know, possibly sometimes exaggerates a lot of stuff, but still like she brings up these moments and we just laugh and we're funny. And sometimes there's comical or they're just, there's a word I'm looking for and I can't find it. But, um, the situation basically is it's not real and she wants you to kind of just take it and run with it even though it's not and so we and my, my sister and a lot of us we just go and, and run with it but dj here <laughs> is always so literal with things that that i'm like just can you take a joke can you just laugh can you just be like, just go with the flow? Everything it's, it's is not. That's because it'd be like ridiculous. I was just like, that don't even make no sense. And so <laughs> it, 
it's just we just we just have fun and we'll we'll use our imagination and we'll go far. And DJ is just, but that's his his him. And so I realized my whole point is families have different personalities. And when you marry into a family, you get that part. And sometimes you're like, well, why are they not like my family? Or I'm not used to this. And I find it that you are just not, you're still not used to that. Or you just don't. That and our, uh, our sense of humor is different when it comes to our family compared to Hill's family. There you go. Sense of humor. Mm -hmm. I could not find the word. Why couldn't that, that well, word just would not be found? Well, on our side, it's a little, a little dark. <laughs> <laughs> A little dark and, and crazy. <laughs> our sense of humor, our family, yes, it has a full on sense of humor. We are laughing, tears in our eyes, laughing off things. And yeah, so yeah, there's so many things. We brought it up in our first season. I will go into that later about the things that we, that DJ had to learn about family. Mm -hmm. That could be another episode. But anyway, that's not something interesting. Just realize that. Families have personalities. And, and you, you gotta, have to get used to them. You just got to get used to them <laughs> on both sides. He ain't laughing. I'm like, oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> well, that was the end of the segment of something interesting. And y'all, we got some stuff to chat with y'all about. We finally get to talk about it, babe. Yep. So, yes, today... We are talking about transitions and more so transition in marriage. Yeah. And so um, the reason we bring this up is because um, it needs to be talked about. We're always, you know, there's always everyone out there. We're talking about, you know, the proposal, the engagement, the wedding, the first year, the honeymoon phase, all of the things that we talk about. And then there's certain things that hit us like a ton of bricks. <laughs> um, Uncertainty is a surprise. Surprises or whatever it may be. And it's those things that are called um, transitions. And honestly, to me, I feel like those transition seasons, and maybe you can you can talk to what you feel like these are, but I feel like they are true test. Oh yeah, true test, um, especially if you are walking in tune with God, and you know who does not like to see happy and healthy marriages. You know what the enemy loves to do is to tear and break and manipulate and destroy mm -hmm. something that God has placed together. And so the main thing that tries to happen is attacks, right? Or not even more so attacks, but also um, God opening those doors where you feel this need or pressure or good pressure to move forward in something. And so that then causes the transition stage to happen. And so I often thought back into the first transition phase that we had in our marriage um, was, and I thought about it and we'll talk about, you know, what it looks like and how we can, how we got through this and all that stuff. But um, was when we just got married. Mm -hmm. actually I had it planned it like right when we got married so um for those who don't know I'm a former teacher but uh I remember 
summertime. We got married in the summer in June. And in my mind, I was like, well, shoot, I ain't got to go back to that job because I was really not really feeling going back at all. And so I, <laughs> I was not feeling going back, but I was like, but what else can I do? Like, I don't, I don't know what I can do and I want to break away, but I was like, well, I'm getting married and there's a second income. So it's gotta be something. And I don't remember when I brought it to you really. Was it after in or before? Do you remember when I brought up like what I was feeling and what God was well, we, I know we talked about it plenty of times before we got married, but it was after the fact where we actually came up with a plan. So we did talk about it before we got married? Yeah. Okay. I was making sure. Okay. Yeah. But at, yeah. I, it's kind of like how we always do. We always talk about it beforehand. Mm -hmm. And uh, we don't put things in action until there's an actual plan. Set okay. Because if not, it's like, okay, I don't know if I'm ever going to do it. Sure, sure. And so I was like, well, you know what? I can step away from the job then. And mm -hmm. so, and honestly, it was an act of faith. I did not know what the next step was going to be. Like, I kind of knew, but still didn't know, you know, still walking in the unknown. But I knew that I was walking in it with someone that I expressed everything to. Mm -hmm. And he knew me, even being just freshly married, like he knew me and he trust, he put his trust in me and we, I put his tr my trust in him and it was some rocky seasons, but I was like, you know, I got to change. I got to do something different, you know, kind of deal. And honestly, um, that's a test testament of how our marriage has been since. Yeah. It's always, and I, <laughs> it's always been me. <laughs> It's always been me. I feel like when it comes to like those changes of the jobs changes and well, switches and things just, like that. That's just our personality. Yeah. Because my mine's just flat and steady. Mm -hmm. Where it's like you you can do something, but then if it's not if it's not something you feel like it's a, your purpose, it's like okay, this ain't where I, where I I don't think I, God wants me to be, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. And then he was like, well, I don't know if I should go to it. What should I do? And this and that. And then we was like, you know what? Just do it. I'm like, you're and, good. Yep. And that's what it was. It was always, it's always been him. It's always been you mm -hmm. saying, well, let's do it. We good. Yeah. Like throughout every season. I'll be the one freaking out. But he's oh like. It looks uncertain. It looks gloomy on the other side. It does. And it always does. But. Um, so yes, yeah, so today, this is why we're bringing it up because, um, we have some stuff to share with y'all about all the things that's been happening in our life. But, um, yeah, but before we begin, there's this article I put up because I always like to find things that kind of relate to what we're doing and uh, what we're talking about. And so I found this article that had a graphic from messymarriage.com or teammatemarriage.com talking about three ways to weather transitions in marriage. I'm going to try to add it somewhere. Oh, I was like, what? Here <laughs> so you can see what, what she's talking about. Yeah, that's cool. Appreciate that. All right. So three ways to, um, <laughs> to weather transitions in marriage. And one reason... One um, way to weather transition is communicating effectively. Now, if y'all know us, y'all know we've been talking about this is like our sweet sauce. Special our sauce. Our secret oh, sauce. Oh, secret sauce. I said sweet sauce. It's it can be sweet sauce too. But you got to ask for it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's our secret sauce. So I'm tired, so I'll be extra goofy if you keep acting like that. Oh, but... um. 
to our secret sauce to our marriage is communication. And so um, this is something we is not new to new to us. We are true to this. Um, but what it says here is that much like the importance of knowing our love languages, communicating in a way that facilitates understanding for our spouses is vital to the health of our marriage. And during seasons of transition, which are often high in stress and emotion, the danger of miscommunication is high. So in my mind, all the things that are going on we have to communicate. And I remember either it was a podcast or a quote or something that was saying that in seasons of transition, you have to communicate the most, like over communicate basically what it's saying. Mm-hmm. Like don't go less. And oftentimes we tend to go in my shell, go in the shell or, Oh, he knows what I'm feeling or she knows <laughs> what I'm feeling, but this is where Assuming. <laughs> assumptions. Um, But yeah, but basically making sure you over communicate and and that means not just talking, but even your tone and how you communicate what you're trying to get through because you're irritable, Mm -hmm. you're stressed, Mm -hmm. your emotions are high. Mm -hmm. You, um, are, you want to fight the world. You got the kids all around you. You got the to-do list and all the things plus the trial that's happening. And so it's best to be like, this is, this is why I felt that way, or this is why I feel this way, you know? And I remember doing that uh, for sure with you. The second thing is managing expectations. Mm -hmm. Manage your expectations. So um, it talks about here, the truth is neither of us really knew what, we we don't know what to expect when we're faced with transitions, right? And so we've, some of us, and honestly, we've never experienced these things before in our marriage. So we're, we're almost seven years in. And it's a lot of things and there's going to be more things that we've never experienced in our lives before meeting each other. And then also together, doing it together. And so this is the, this is where you have to make your expectations known. And, and um, what it says here is what I like. It says an expectation is just a wish unless we share it with someone who has a hand in making it happen. And so it's like, you can expect all you want, but until you actually express it, which also I believe comes with communication that ain't, you gotta, it's gotta be hand in hand. It's gotta be hand in hand. And so um, you have to consider each other's expectations. And that's why it's, it's important to communicate effectively and to make what you want known. So even in like the season of frustration, what do you want this end goal to look like? Yeah. What are we expecting out of this? Let's talk about it. And then the last thing is to remember the commitment. And so, um, like remembering why we got married, remembering the, the purpose. I do. Uh, yeah, we're going back to the I do. Like when we remain committed, it's what it says. And we were we, like, when we remain committed to each other and God, we have the foundation we need to weather seasons of change and times of tumult. God intends marriage to be till death do us part. Our marriages were meant to outlast the changes we face in this life. And so this is one reason I believe that when stuff hits the fan, with relationships and with marriages, it's like you don't, you both don't know how to handle it. And no. so things go haywire mentally, physically, emotionally. And that's where separation begins because we don't know what to do. We both don't know what to do. Yeah. And so the main thing that I can say that we've done and we're going to talk about it is how I want us to really talk about how we kept God first in this how we were still able to communicate what did we do to keep the peace in our home 
What did we do to make sure that we were still in tune? And how did we still, like this is when marriage and purpose collide, how did we still activate our purposes within all of this, right? So as we're going through this, we're going to share this with y'all. Yeah. Right? Because this needs to be talked about. And for the singles out there who are wanting to have healthy marriages, because that's you know, that's our audience. Y'all listening to us, the newlyweds out there, but specifically the singles. Think about this. Like when you're dating and you're in a long-term relationship and you're wanting to be married to this person, what questions after you listen to these transition seasons or maybe some transitions you've had in your life, talk about how your spouse or how you will respond to situations that happen like this, you know? Yeah. The what ifs. Y'all need to talk about the what ifs. Don't hide the what ifs. All right. All right, let me go in. <laughs> you could go in. Um, I'm just letting y'all know. I'm gonna talk about our transition season. So basically, uh I first want to tell y'all to figure out what it is for y'all to have that transition season and put a name on it. Not actually like name it. I'm just saying name on it. Figure out if that's the season you're in. Because uh one thing I figured out every time we have a transition season or in any, any kind of season, um, a lot of it is like I hear either through a sermon or somebody says something and it's it's a repeat. Mm-hmm. Um and this time I actually recognized that it was that because of our other, you know, times we was tested, I always hear something I'm like, okay, this is what season we're in. Mm-hmm. So this was like in summertime, mm-hmm. I think, of last mm-hmm. year. And and just me telling, going through the stories and stuff. But uh, like I was hearing it through like uh, mm-hmm. Pastor eighty three, uh, uh, what's the other pastor? Michael Todd. Michael Todd. And then I heard it somewhere else, and I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. I think this is what we're about to go through. Um, because we had just talked about some kind of change, and um, you know, she she wasn't feeling where she was at. Which I mean, you, if you want to segue into how you was feeling, what you want to talk about. Yeah. So before summer, um, I was trying to figure out like what it looked like for me um, work-wise. Like it was a lot of stress, a lot of frustration, Mm -hmm. a lot of um, heat. And I was at a point to where I was trying to determine whether or not to go or whether to leave or to continue. Because you know how... You like you feel like you God's telling you to stay so you can continue to be a light and continue to be a witness, and then you feel like you need to go because you feel like your time is up at a certain location. And I did not know which way to go. Yeah. So I was confused, <laughs> and so that's why I just leaned into God more, and I leaned into prayer more, and I leaned into like asking God, like, what do you want me to do next? I have no idea, and so that's kind of where I forget to. She communicated with me about it too. And that's when some of the, when we had our check-ins, mm-hmm. insert check-in and no, I'm playing over when we had our check-ins um, and we have a section of our check-in that's just about spiritual growth. A lot of times I would bring it up about what I feel God is telling me in those moments. And yeah. that's where we started talking about the sermons that we've been hearing. And we'd be like, you know what? I think that's what's going on. And do you want me to insert the dreams too? Or is, or is that later? Uh, no, I'm, I'm talking about the dreams. Okay, 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 go ahead. 
So she had these dreams years ago. I'll put it like that. Yeah, he's had to remind me because I thought it was more because she she forgot all about it. I did. Oh, I did forget about it. Yeah, I (laughs) I just didn't say nothing. I knew what was happening Mm -hmm. because she kept having these dreams about being in a school setting, college setting. She didn't know where she was, but she just knows that she kept having these dreams, Mm -hmm. and there was like. It was more like vivid dreams, right? It was vivid. Very vivid. Mm-hmm. Things you I remember. remember. Visuals, visuals. And she kept praying about it, asking God about it. I Like, I remember this. And then, like, when it came time to wrap around, like, I remember she went to the room, talked to God, and came out. I was like, oh, and, you know, basically he gave me, you know, uh, another, you know, kind of like a vision. And like, oh, this, mm-hmm. this is it. This is what I'm like. I know. Mm-hmm. I know this is it because I, I've already been hearing you saying it the whole time. You didn't transfer it into it. I already yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> that's what yeah. I was just waiting for you to say something again. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want to be the one to to be like, hey, you know, God's doing this for you. Because thing is, it's not my place. It's God's place. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me just see see him work this miracle. Because so, he's been doing it the whole marriage. Yeah, we're doing it the whole marriage. The whole marriage. And so, um, so to what he was saying, it was like, I would... And this has happened to be maybe, he said, three years, mm-hmm. probably even more than that, where the, and the dreams are still coming too. not not saying they're stopping. They're mm-hmm. still they're still here. But I would because of, you know, former teacher, I've always had a passion for youth, always um, love to teach and love to be, you know, inspire, encourage all those things. Um, I would see visuals of me in front of classrooms or speaking in front of large crowds or just in on a college campus, like during tours, talking to students, like literally talking to students, being in their faces and dorm rooms. And it it would just be that type of dream. And then I'll wake up and I'll be like back to reality kind of thing. And so um, in this whole time though, I would bring it up to him or I was mm-hmm. telling him. And then there was a time period where I just stopped thinking about it. Where, I mean, I, I had dreams, but I stopped really connecting dots. Yeah. To it. So we'll talk about that, where the dots came, where he's talking about. But um, I stopped connecting the dots and I just let life go, you know. So I'm just like, okay, let's just roll with it. Yeah. So we're going to go back to what I was saying. <laughs> so get the paperwork. So like I said, we have the sermons about it. Yeah. And then after we uh, basically put the name on it, figure it out. Uh, so you really don't remember anything I said? I know what it is. You've been on that game with all your little friends. Why they gotta be little friends? Anyway, you still didn't give me time to chill. Chill? What you talking about? You got all the time in the world. Plus, you know what? What are we eating for dinner? What you wanna eat? Just pick up something. I don't care. Tacos? We had tacos a few nights ago, so no. Chicken? Chinese? Thai? Mm Mm-mm. Ugh. Fine, let's just do tacos. Hold up. You know what? When's the last time we did check-in? We hear all the time about how important communication is in a relationship, and most importantly, a marriage. But what does communication really look like? Well, in the Couples Check-In Communication Game Changer, we provide tips and tools on starting your own check-in. If you feel like communication is failing, or that you are both not on the same page, or you just want to try something new in your relationship, get this resource today. Visit www.lucreciahaley.com to get yours today.
I think you, you either you put in to to leave. We talked about it mm-hmm. that she put in to leave and basically started uh because I, she came to me and was like, Well, you know, I I don't know what I'm gonna be doing after this. And so as long as you find something, because I didn't want to be the the only person bringing stuff in because I I know we're we're, we're good, but I know if it was solely just me, especially where we was at with two kids, got the house, mm-hmm. vehicles, which that's part of transition. <laughs> like, I knew that wouldn't work like, you know, full faith work. Um, so I was like, at least something coming in to help with the, the cushion of things. And we set things aside and everything like that, plan, cut back on so a whole bunch of stuff. you go deep into that, yes keep going i'm gonna just i'm gonna just tell you as far no, no, as no, the lead up to that so this whole time is it, it's probably like this was before before leaving okay this is before leaving mm-hmm. and the position that i was in and i remember being very nervous to come to you to tell you about what i want to do now I feel like every time you you feel that way, you think I'm my, my dream self about to pop out or something. I just feel nervous because again, this is like another transition that mm-hmm. I'm putting the family through now. The first time we did it, we were just us. It was just us. Second time I did it, it was just Delia. Mm-hmm. You know, and so now it's like we have this. We have a house. Mm-hmm. You know, we got responsibilities we got all these things that we're trying to do we got businesses now that we're trying to get off the ground and run and do what we need to do with and so now i'm here because god told me get up moving to get up and move what the heck does that look like and how do we do this and so that's why i had to come to you and i was like and i was nervous because i didn't i don't know how to do it so (laughs) i didn't know how to do it but i needed to tell you because again it's whatever you're vulnerable at you Mm -hmm. need to speak about Mm -hmm. whatever you feel is tug is tugging you i need to speak it out yeah i also think the fact that there's a lot of times you don't like how i answer things is when you come to me like that that's the like that's where how i answer shines because i always think it through Mm mm-hmm <clears throat> because a lot of times, like, why are you thinking that through? Just like, let it happen or something. Like, no, like I actually came, like, okay, you know, we could do this and this and this. Here's this game plan, this and that and that. Then we start bouncing ideas off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, you know what? That that makes me feel better that now we got a plan laid out. Yeah. Instead of you thinking I'm going to be like, oh no, I don't want to do that. No, you stay at your job. Right, right. And I was th- I was going to say that, like, if he would have said no, you guys stay at the job a little longer, then that's what I was going to do. Yeah, but if I. If I would have said that with no backing, it would have been like, okay, why am I staying here then? I'm just saying I would have been I would have been obedient to what you would have said to me if that was what the deal was. Yeah. I wouldn't have liked it, but yeah. I would have saw that what you were feeling. And so that yeah. So after that, it was more so he we put a game plan together. Yeah. What, and I felt so much at peace with it because I felt like you trusted me in the process because you knew you know, going forward, what it was going to look like. Like mm-hmm. we communicated like what it would look like, you know, because this was going to financially drop. I already knew what it would look like. For for all of it, it's, it's basically, it's kind of in a way we're going back down to one income. Mm-hmm. Um, And the little stuff, you know, change that I did bring in was very helpful, but it was still like um, we had to make stuff work. 
I have to tell this every time. So what happens is you because put that hand down. What the happens, people that's listening can't see your hand. Oh, so stop! <laughs> All that loud noise in the camera in the thing. So what happens is every time we we go through something like this, I always have to remind her when we first went through it. God kept blessings along the way. He always does. At the very beginning of our marriage, we was like, okay, we have to pay this like, I think it was like $2,000 for You keep reducing the amount every time you tell the story. <laughs> I just remember $2,000. It's we like in context. People don't know what to talk about. When we had to pay for the, the building. Oh, for the wedding. Our, our wedding. Thank you. Okay. People don't know what you talk about. So it was like we already paid a bunch of other stuff, and it was like this two thousand dollar fee. And at that same time, we had to pay it. I got an extra bonus check out of nowhere for the same amount, and I was like, "Oh, put that towards that." Thank you, God. Right. But every time, it's mm -hmm. like something comes up where we're thinking, like, "Okay, now we really got to do something. We got to hunker down and find these." funds coming out of nowhere to pay whatever mm -hmm. and god is like nah i got it covered it's always for the exact amount every single time that's why when it came to this point i'm like all right no god got us covered just go ahead and do what you need to do and we get we still need to do our end but i already know throughout this whole time god's got it covered he's gonna increase what we got as long as we you know stay yeah with him first and listen to what he's got going on mm -hmm. We, we said yeah and she's like i don't want to hear all that <laughs> it was it's hard to hear but it was i was it was more of a stretch of faith yeah you know for me and it was like god was like i needed i need you to go through this so you can see what i can do for you mm -hmm. and so during that season it's like the pressure but it's also God's in control. Like you have to allow God to be in control over every step. And so that's where I believe he wanted me to be in order for that, but also to put trust in you as well. Yeah. So it was a, it was like a tug of war with me because I was like, I don't feel like trusting. I don't think it's going to work. Okay. Trust. It ain't going to work. Okay. Trust, you know, kind of deal. So this was where that this was honestly, so this was basically the first phase of the transition. This I would was say. just the tip of the iceberg. The tip of the iceberg. It's like once we said yeah, like, and I feel like it was God was like, you need to do this. Yep. It wasn't, it was, I think if our obedience spoke to this moment. Yeah. That's what it was. What? Sorry. <laughs> no. Um, It's good. Hold on. Uh, I think it was uh, Michael Todd. Um, I think it was. Oh, no, no, my mind slipping. Oh, uh, thank you. What was it? Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry. Um, because you just said obedience, right? Uh -huh. Oh, now I forgot it. Now I'm, I'll wrap was it. it a, was it a sermon or? Yeah, it was a sermon. Crazy faith, or it, was, mean, it wasn't crazy faith. It was during this, it, was, it was it was about the the transition period. But I ain't forgot what it was. I should have said it right then and there. It cut you off. Now I forgot. You did cut me off. Just oh. again, you didn't say it. My bad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, now I can't even remember. Okay, cut that part out. Yep, I'm gonna have to. Because yeah, that was my, just the whole. <laughs> anyway, continue. I don't know where we're at now, babe. Okay. So you. <laughs> you know, I should leave that in there. Anyway. <laughs> So after, the first phase of yeah transition, transition like yeah tip of the iceberg 
Um, after that, it just got it got a little wild. Uh, first, uh, who got sick first? It's always Delaya. I think Delaya got sick first, and it was like I don't know. It was like it was a random fever. It had to keep her home for a little bit. And then yep. Lavelle got sick, and he's Mr. It's not McGee. Yeah. And had to handle him. And it was like, okay, we we thinking maybe COVID had to do a COVID test. Mm-hmm. No, nope, well, also, and we also, which we forgot to tell the people, is that we she started preschool. That's right. She started preschool. Started preschool. And so that's, of course, another way for her to catch oh, yeah. whatever. And then whatever else was just rolling around. Yeah, the the earth, as far as <laughs> attacking, and it wasn't. It was it was during the whole uh, RSV yeah. increase and stuff like the that. Whole, so it could have been that, but. and everybody was going through. So it wasn't just us, but it was like I felt so um, like in common with every all the other families around us because yeah. they were going through the same exact Often. thing. I would see on TikTok uh-huh. and all the stuff. Um, but one thing I did want to bring up too was that. Because I stepped away from my job, it was an opportunity. I saw another opportunity for me to actually be closer with the kids. Because um, being a working mom, being a working, well, I was going to say parent, but being a working mom, it's it's very, very hard sometimes to, to just be like, to be away from your kids from so long and then to see them grow and learn and do all the things and it seems like life is just passing you by like every single day and then you hear from people you you know you gotta love the moments now because they're gonna get older so you gotta do this i'm like well shoot i feel like i'm missing moments even though that's that's not what's happening really but um i still see the moments but it still felt like i needed some extra time with them and so actually on fridays was when i was um off more and um, I would actually have them on Fridays. So that would be my time that I would actually spend with them um, doing activities, going to the library, going to the park or playing outside, whatever it may be. It was that time for me to connect with both of them. And I think also that's what God wanted me to do in those moments to see like to enjoy the moments right now that I'm giving you. And honestly, the the moments was were rest like we've been moving fast. Like guys, like you've been moving fast. You've been doing business things. Mm -hmm. You've been doing all these things. I need you to rest during this season. And when I say rest, I need for you to just rest in me. That means you got kids, rest in that. You have a family, rest in that. Learn your house more. Figure out what you want to do with this. Although that was a task too. And so, and so they yelling at us now about changing something on on the station. They want to watch something else. Hold on. Okay. Sorry, we had to help the kids out. They don't know that. Oh, sorry. I had to help the kids out. <laughs> but they know nothing. Look, we parents. You just paused it. They don't know that that's what you did. No, well, they know now. Okay. <laughs> oh, my bad. Uh, you were talking about rest. I was just talking about. Being, yeah, I was talking yeah. about that. I think God was showing me more so to rest. Um, in that season. Um, but I would have never done it if we didn't. Um, do the transition, like actually be obedient in yeah. it. Yeah. In moving in it. Yeah. So. But during that time, he was like, "Here's, here's some tests." So. So now, okay, so let's paint the picture. So now I left my... Kids are sick. 
Well, no, sorry. You left the job, started substitute teaching. Mm-hmm. Kids start getting sick. I think you got sick. I, I got getting sick. sick. I was getting every month. I was getting sick. Yeah. And I would now realize of what might have been the issue more so, but probably my iPad my tablet. Okay. Yeah. So just randomness. Uh, with that, and then on top of everybody getting sick, the Buick transmission went out. And now that was something else. <laughs> so I was on my way. Oh, like, where was you even at? Everything was fine that morning. Um, I was headed to drop the kids off. And luckily, it wasn't with the kids. I mean, it still would have been. Um, I dropped the kids off already, and I was heading back home. No, that was the Volkswagen. Oh, that was a Volkswagen? No. Because remember, it happened twice. It wasn't a Volkswagen. Was that the Buick? Yeah. No, that was... Man, I'm getting them both confused. Me too. What happened? Okay, so the Volkswagen, we couldn't... No, that was the Volkswagen. No, it wasn't. You sure? Because we was able to drive it home in first gear, but it wouldn't uh, switch to anything. So what happened to the the Uh, Buick? I think the Buick just never left the the driveway. You called me, it's like, it's not going nowhere. I think that's what happened with the Buick. And I tried, and it just... Where do you pick me up from CVS or Walgreens? That was the Volkswagen. Oh. Because I remember it was like, we we had just got it. You took you took okay, it over so there. Okay, back up then. Yeah. No, so... That's what, that's what I was like, wait a minute. I don't know. Like, you the Vol- no, that was the Volkswagen. I'm getting both of the cars confused, so go ahead. That, yeah, let me get into that. So basically, the, the Buick transmission went out. I forgot exactly what happened or where you was at when that happened. I'm pretty sure you was at home when it happened. But that's neither here or there. Either way, Buick transmission went out. So I'm like, okay. We had three cars, two out of commission. <laughs> so we had the truck, we had the Buick, and the Lexus just sitting out in the back. And it was like, well, if it gets bad, I'll try to fix whatever's going on with the Lexus. I just didn't feel like doing it because I was tired. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I could do that. Or we can... See, we get a trade in and do whatever. Just try to just do something I don't want to do, which is go get another vehicle. So we chose to do another vehicle because one, is, she's like, I, I'm not comfortable with either one of those cars, and I don't want to drive the truck. So it's like, all right. So went through most terrible experience of finding a vehicle this was the remember we talked about the managing expectations and communicating effectively all all three of these things popped up in this whole experience right here because all three of the things that we told you about in the beginning communicating effectively managing expectations and going back to the covenant of marriage was all all three of those (laughs) was that because it was the craziest season yeah so, go ahead. On top of that, case is still sick. Um, mm-hmm. So, we went, let's see, I went searching as far as, like, online and everything, like, trying to figure it out. That <laughs> right. And then it, it was like a like a rolling boulder. boulder. <laughs> boulder. <laughs> and it, it was just, like, getting worse until it got better. Um. I forgot what the first place was. It don't matter. 
Either way, we went to one place. It, it could be out of order, but we went to one place, yeah. and they said they have the car, but they didn't have the car. So it's like, all right, cool, wherever, let that go. Went to another place. They now they said they have the car there. We get there, they like, nah, my boss put it in the auction, and we traveled far for that one. We was in Shawnee. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, come on. Yep. Oh, we have another car. Like, no, no, no. We ain't about to do that because y'all lied. Get us out here. We're going to mm -hmm. get up out of here. And you didn't like how that lady was talking anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, all right, let's get up out of here. Yep. But since we're out here, let's go ahead and see something else. Saw another car, test drove it. Seems nice, this and that. But he didn't even listen to the price I said. <laughs> I said, this much? He's like, oh, well, we could go for higher. It's like, like not, they always do. I'm not trying to go higher. So I was like, mm -hmm. all right, we'll try again tomorrow. You know, yeah. do a refresh. I know by that time she was tired. She was like, I'm tired of searching. So by this time, I was not working mm -mm. because of we, no vehicle. we didn't have a vehicle. So mind you, we already went down for income. And then I'm not working. So I'm like, what is happening? Like, what is literally happening right now? Yeah. Because this is ridiculous. And so, um, so again, I'm like, okay, God, like, what it is and since we've been through seasons like this before i don't speak how i want to speak yeah. in my mind i'm like i'm speaking to god because i want to i want to communicate the wrong way to dj like i want to say the things that i really want to say that's on my mind she want to go off on me like i did yeah and i want to go <laughs> off on him but it's not him it's the situation and so i have to keep reminding myself okay you got to be there for the kids. You got to still pray for him. You got to see, like, pray for that, pray that everything works out in the situation, that everything's in tune. And even so, even when we talk, we'd be like, you know, we know what this is, right? Yep. Like, we already knew. It was just that we just had to be. And even within the time, we still paid our, our tithes yeah. with all this. And we still were doing the podcast. Yeah, we still have money coming out. We still have money coming out. <laughs> Business coming expenses in. were still going out. Yep. Through this whole season, but we were like, you know what? God still wants us to be obedient in yeah. all the things He gave us yeah. for us yeah. to do, right? So we have to give back, and so our way to give back was to continue the things He wanted us to do with our purpose in the season of the car situation. So go ahead, car situation ain't even over. So yeah, I had to insert that. So we get done with that, then we go to another place, right? <laughs> This one made made me like just over the top mad. It's like down the street. It's not that far. We get there, sign paperwork. Oh talking, my gosh! You know, check credit scores and stuff like that. All we have to do is just now go get the down payment. Cool. Get the we get here, get the down payment. Not even ten minutes. Within ten minutes, she's like, you know what? You should you should call them. Let them know we are, we're coming right back. All right, cool. Hey, we're coming right back. Oh man, my boss sold the car. How? How? All we did was drive here, get it, and go. And you talking about he sold it already? Already. And we was there for hours. Already before doing like, paperwork. Doing paperwork. All so, that had the kids with us the whole time. That's what it, it didn't make sense to me. It's like how did somebody buy it in ten minutes and you took it took us hours? <laughs> I was like, man, get out of here! All right. So this is a span of like almost two, three weeks. Yes, this this ha no that happened within two weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, the last week, and actually, she was, I could tell she was done after that. She was like, oh, "I'm good. I don't want to search no more." But I pushed through. 
I made her push through with me. So we go one more place. I'm like, okay, I think this is it. Because one, the car that she wanted, we we had like three different choices. One didn't answer the phone. The other one, uh, they had an appointment for like a later time. It was something different. Oh, I forgot about the other place. We skipped that though. Um, mm -hmm. So we go to the place where we got our car now. And it was so much. <laughs> it was like, we don't know if you can do this. Um, one, I wanted to go through something I saw and it made sense to go through your bank, get your bank's, uh, you know, pre-approval and take it to them, or, you know, smooth transaction. That's what it was supposed to be. They didn't let you know that there's these little guidelines and rules and stipulations and limitations. You don't know until you're actually in it. <laughs> and five print or what I'm like, come on. So we end up finding out where, yeah, the bank will cover this much, but you have to pay the difference kind of situation. It's like, well, we don't got the difference. We got a little bit of the difference. We don't got that difference. We ain't got that difference. And, and it was like a, a thousand off from what we mm -hmm. was. I was like, we ain't, we ain't, nah, we won't, oh, we can work something out, this and that. And then come to find out, they was just like, all right, you know, we just going to go ahead. But the dude that we worked with, shout out to him. I ain't going to say no names right now. But shout out to him. Do we work with? He was like, well, <laughs> I'm gonna hit you up. Um, I'm gonna try to find something, you know, try to work it out. He's like, well, y'all wanna drop minivan around? Well, I ain't driving no minivan. Well, if God had made me do it, then yeah, but no. But he called us like right when we got to the house. Yeah. Like, yeah, my boss, he went. I don't know why he waited till we get to the house. He could have just told us there. But boss basically cut it down to where we can able to get the vehicle. Ooh, we all happy, sign, taking the picture. And your thing. things got the vehicle transmission went out that's when you was at cbs taking the kids well you was taking the kids and then on your way back transmission went out that was like the worst <laughs> it's like you we are just at the finish line or so we thought so we thought and we're like okay we got the car god thank you we're grateful. Mm -hmm. We're about to do this thing. I'm about to go back to work. We're about to get back on track. This is all gravy. And then the transmission goes out. The same way the Buick went out, though. That's a, that was the crazy part. I'm like, what? So, and this is a this is it's a used car, but it's a new car. Well, Come to us. <laughs> they said they checked everything. Oh, that was the part. That's too. the part. They said they. You can we probably talk more. Yeah, we we serviced everything. We even serviced the transmission. I'm like, all right, cool. I was like, why the transmission? And, they and you can went over, see. Yeah, it's, it's in all in the paperwork saying they serviced everything. It says service transmission. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, why would you even need to do that? I was like, maybe they just went over the top because he went over the top. I'm like, maybe they just extra customer service. And you know? I was like, cool, that's great. That means it's really top notch. And oh, so I'm and thinking. It felt like that until that happened. Until, and then the transmission goes out. And, and so, and that that's was, where everything was like, what's happening? That was a whole ordeal because I tried to get a hold of old boy. He told me he got COVID, so I couldn't even call him. I'm like, what? So he connected me to somebody else, and I had to get this dude and that. And then they talking about, oh, it's backed up until next month. I'm like, we can't do next month. This car broke now that y'all gave us, and it's y'all's fault. You need to fix it. They end up taking it that the same day. Within that time period, I was like, no, I'm going to tow it now. And then it took them it was almost like, a month. It was almost a month until we got it. But all, but 
within the month, it was two weeks before we could actually get a loaner, a loaner vehicle because the guy that sold us the car um, had COVID. That's what you said. Yeah. And so he was a manager. And for some reason, they would not get us a loaner. Now, me. Oh, she's, she, she, <laughs> me because she, I know what right. customer sir I know what surveys and what so reviews do. So I went on all of the auto review sites that there ever was in life, found all of those plus Facebook and Google and wrote reviews on how bad the service was because they didn't service us. Yeah, that's when it hit oh Daryl, we got a car for you. I'm like, exactly. yeah, you better. So it was it was a whole ordeal that but I was not I had to stand my ground because I was like, this is not right. It's not it's not right. Oh actually I skipped over the part. I skipped over the part where you got mad at when we when we was getting the car, I think if I didn't stay longer and risk <laughs> risk you being mad at me, I don't think we would have got that car anyway. Because it was a lot of stuff going on. I was tired. I was hungry. I was with the kids yeah. all day. We was going back and forth to dealerships and listening to no's. And then he go in. And he keep coming back in. And so this is what we got to do. And this is what we got to do. And so I was like, if you tell me what another, this is what we have to do. <laughs> I'm about to flip out. She, she's like, let's go. I'm done. And so I was like, I'm done. Don't tell me nothing no more. And then he come out. Hey, how you doing? I'm I, like, I used her anger as an advantage. I was like, you know what? She's very upset right now. We've been through this the whole time. I'm like, I'm going to play this. She's going to have to be mad at me. We like, I, we may have to get in an argument. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going I'm to push this. Right. So anyway, so. I don't know if you want to do long story short to add up to Yeah, that. yeah, basically long story short. They finally fixed the car. Which, yet again, they fought. <laughs> they but fought. They, they, they fixed it. They paid for it and all the stuff. It was just we were out of a vehicle for a little while. For a month. Well, for, yeah, almost almost a month. Yeah. So, um, Without that vehicle, but they did give us the loaner. And after they gave us the loaner, it was like, take out sweet time. Because <laughs> mm -hmm, I like the loaner. Oh yeah, she was driving that thing and everything. I was like, I don't care no more now. And then the loaner. going forward, what so, else happened? So we thinking we we catching our breath. We, whoo, all right. The no. kids were kind of I don't know if sickness. I can't remember too much. It was just they, happening all the time. They, but... they got better later, but it, yeah, it was still it was still a little rough. So yeah, um, and then Foxy. Foxy, her health started declining to the point to where it seemed like it was like quick. Like my birthday hit, it was like it, she blind, she going deaf. Well, she was already going a little bit before that, but it was like it was real bad to where the point to where she was bumping in the walls and walking down the hallway all blind and everything like that. And it's it was it was rough seeing it. At the same time, I was like, it's it's getting it's getting there. Um, hold on. All right, so Foxy was bumping into stuff and like she couldn't hear, and then it was that on top of she's already picky with her food. She wasn't eating right, and uh, I'm trying to think what else was happening during that time. Oh, your your parents came through, and that made things better as far as we had to go back for some stories, but go ahead. Okay, no, 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 rewind. Go ahead before I continue that. 
we you got to go with timeline. You can fast forward. To well, yeah, because we missed, uh, the car stuff, stuff was in November, and then we had Christmas going on. You missed the job. The new. Wait, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, so, so this is Go before. Ahead. This is like before Christmas, so Thanksgiving and all that stuff. Um, it was still a little tight, but we, you know, we kind of made do with what we had. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Christmas season, of course, is is arriving upon us. But them kids was about to get nothing. Yeah, so <laughs> they was about to get. It was about to get love, um, for Christmas. And so basically, um. It was where I I was at a phase to where I wasn't just going to apply for anything, for any job, mm -hmm. and just try to just make it work. You know, I've done that before, and that drove me crazy because I knew it was still like, God, am I trusting you? It's more of me just getting something just to say I got something, and just because we need money or whatever. So I knew that that wasn't what what it was, and so basically, long story short, like I was on uh, LinkedIn and I was like, wait a minute, and I looked at the job and I was like, nah, this I'm not gonna apply, no, nah, I ain't gonna apply. And then I ended up looking at it a little harder, and then I was like, you know what, I'm gonna apply. And so everything in it, I was kind of it was a kind of fearful, but I was like, I don't know. So I remember coming home. And I remember telling you about it, and um, you was like, you know, you you should apply, kind of okay. thing. I go for it. So I was like, cool. So I did. And, um, you know, I knew with my experience and what I've done before that I can knock it out the park. And so, um, for what it was and, and all the things, and this is where the epiphany came. I think, I don't know if it was during or after I got the position, but it had to be after. And so I remember, um, I did the two interviews online and I, you know, knocked them out the park. And I remember, the call that I got that the, the manager calling me saying, Hey, you got the position. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, praise God. Yes. Like, this is amazing because it's just in my wheelhouse. I remember coming home and I'm like, this is what I'm doing. And I said, hold up. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I'm working in the same places. I had the dreams about it. all the dreams are coming true. Me working with college students, and talking with them and, um, you know, encouraging them and being in classrooms and walking on college campuses and all this stuff, like, I'm exactly, I'm doing exactly that. And you was like, see? Told you. And I was like, oh my God. And so it was like, okay, God, like, I see how you're working. You wanted this moment to happen for a reason because you had a direction for me to go, mm -hmm. go on. And if I didn't say yes to you i would still be stagnant in where you wanted me to be mm -hmm. so this is why it's so good for you to be in tune with somebody else in your life and somebody who you're married to to be in tune with you and to be in tune with god because he was able to walk with me in that like even though it wasn't his specific dream he still walked with me in what my purpose was yeah. for my I'm life like, it was joint you know a joint effort and so so yeah, so this is um so they were like, well, Christmas break is coming. Why don't you just wait till January to start? Because it'd be crazy for you to <laughs> for you to start. You only got and then we off for two weeks and then you know come back in. So yeah, so I'm on the 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 new job and then oh yeah, I forgot birthday um and then my parent yeah new yeah. job parent your my, your birthday hits yeah my parents come into town mm -hmm. for my daughter our daughter's birthday yeah. um weekend and um 
and when then go back to Foxy, and that's okay. when we started seeing the decline. Yeah. In Foxy. Yeah. Um, well, it was already happening. It was, it was yeah. Just... So we saw the decline in Foxy, um, <laughs> and. I don't know if, where you were going with it because I was going to talk about Marquita and the third. Well, yeah. If you, I mean, if you want to skip the whole birthday and everything like that, that's fine. Yeah, it. it I mean, because it was nothing much in that. It was just yeah. We had I had that family over for like the first time actually. Yeah. Hey, got, hey, 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 hey! You got. You gotta be quiet for us, Bubba. Just we'll we'll let you talk in a minute, okay? And so basically, um, a week before we had to make the decision, um, again, we're still in this <clears throat> transition phase. My uh sister's dog, which was also I would say my niece dog. All right, see you later. Okay, bye. I don't know what you want to do with this part. Keep it in there. We parents. <laughs> All right, see you later. See ya. So her, she, she takes her dog and her dog had to uh, be put down. Yeah. And so that was already emotional for me. Because I knew the dog. I was, uh, the dog lived with us. I used to live with my sister. It was a whole lot, a whole lot going on. And so that whole week, um, you know, I had to deal with her. She was getting ready to move to California. I'm already feeling a certain way because I'm like, I got a family member who's moving away. So we got all these things happening, right? And then Foxy, the week yeah, of Foxy. Yeah. I think it's happened the same week. Yeah, and I, I feel like she waited till my birthday and then everything just went downhill after that. Yeah. Because uh uh after Nyla went down and it was just like mm -hmm. everybody kept talking about, you know, fast gonna go fast. I was like, stop saying it. And then you know, so her health was just like declined, like to the point to where she just wasn't eating right, like she wasn't trying to eat really. I, like I had to help her do it. Um, you could tell she was getting weaker um, until that Friday. Like Thursday, she got better. I'm like, okay, maybe maybe it was just you know her getting a little sick or something. Nah, Friday it was just like it was a it was bad. Um, uh, you had to call me, kind of let me know like she ain't doing well. Um, she's just like not getting up. She was still breathing and stuff. She just wasn't herself at all. So I was like, God. yeah, it was it was tough yeah. um, because it was um, one of those moments where I could not tell you what to do. Mm -mm. Like I had to have you had to make the decision for yourself, but I had to also encourage mm -hmm. you during that part because it was like um, I didn't want to see her in any more pain that she needed not to be in. And then also, I don't know how much longer we can go through this. No, we was not going to make it to Monday. Yeah, I just don't. I just didn't know. I mean, I emotionally it was tough. Yeah. Um, it was a lot because of the kids, and then, um, things were fast paced around us, 
but it was like this was the slow moving process where it was like always like what are we going to do yeah you know and so so that night um the next day or whatever that no it was that night oh that night okay yeah that night we had to make a decision and i called a few places and mm -hmm. um yeah. That's why I found out emergency dog emergency hospitals or animal emergency hospitals don't open until five. Random. <laughs> five? Oh, at night? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh they they're twenty four, some are twenty four hours. Yeah, because I called her vet and they didn't have no openings, but then they called me like real quick and I tried to call them back within that minute and it was like, oh somebody already took that spot. It's like, what are you call me for this? So it was it was the most the longest ride, the shortest miles right. as far as to get to this hospital place. right there. Like, right yeah. there, But it was the longest drive ever yeah, it was, to get to, yeah, it to this. And um, yeah, we, we, we went in and, you know, I, I just know that I was like, okay, God, you know, this is something that you need, you needed us to go through. And I know a lot of people, I know for the, all the people who ain't pet people that y'all like, what is up? Like, dogs like how was that that was my buddy and so i had her since 2008 2008 and she, like i have to paint the picture she was oh. there when i was single i was 21 just got my first apartment she was there since then and all the way until i i got you i got you <laughs> <laughs> i got the kids got the kids got a, moved with us Multiple times, moved with me multiple times. Like she's seen it all until she went blind, of course. She was, <laughs> she was, uh, how many years? Uh, about, 16? Yeah, about 15, 16. 15, 16 years yeah. old, Pomeranian. My little road, though. That's what I call it. So I'm going to say this because I think people should know. What's that? As far as um, me seeing you. Oh, I cried my little tears out <laughs> oh. so for the for the go ahead no no go ahead for the people that don't know i have never seen my husband cry before nope maybe one tear that's about it and i didn't even see that because you didn't show me you told me i said happened. i had a tear where right exactly where, where? there's a way back way back when at church you're supposed to have tears at church so <laughs> it I, don't count. I didn't even cry during the wedding. And she was like, I didn't even see you cry. I don't think. No, you know, people, no, other people were telling I didn't really care for you crying at yeah. the wedding. But everybody, why did you cry, DJ? No, no that was your, your mama. You should have cried. <laughs> what? No, but um, I was like, at the moment, <clears throat> I just, I never, I mean, of course, we both were crying. We both were just in emotions, oh. tears falling through both of our uh, faces, ugly, issues, ugly crying. ugly crying, He, you know, all of the things. But that was the first time I seen that emotion yeah. from you. And that's how I know this was tough. This oh. was hard. This was not easy. Oh, I tried to and, hold up, but at that moment, boy, I, knew, I knew you wasn't going to be able to. I was like, because I, I couldn't, I couldn't. Nah, I couldn't do it. And, um, Press the button when you want us to come. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to press no button. Nobody wants to press anything, lady. But let I us know when you're ready. I'm not. I, I get it. And so, um, so that goes to the whole thing of the communication mm -hmm. and to the vulnerability. Mm -hmm. It was another level of shed vulnerability that we needed to have in our marriage. Like all of these moments that we're describing to you were moments of 
just straight transparency. Like we had to open up more. We had to talk through more. We had to open up with frustrations. This moment, you know, it just, but it seemed like it was an ongoing spiral that we had to keep going. Like, even though we had the ups, we still had those things that just kept coming at us. Yeah. So it was, was that? No. Okay. After that, yeah, that's when we got uh, news about life groups. Oh, so yeah, we always wanted to go back into groups, but we wasn't expecting to lead or co-host. I say co-host group. So we was like, you know what, go for it. Let's you know, God wants to do it. Let's do it. So now we're co-hosts. Although our group was small, but hey, it don't matter as long as we reach somebody. It's about the quality, not the quantity. And, and we're doing, which is crazy because it said it in the uh, beginning part, uh-huh. uh, love languages. So we're doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason I'm bringing it up, because one of the discussions we had, uh, when you were talking about uh, transition, and you asked me, <laughs> are we still in the transition period? I was like, yes. Like, without even thinking, but like, yes, we still are. Um because the crazy thing is during that time we were getting blessed from my job. Um, there was a grievance that was one and sent out to everybody that was in like my position. But even with that, there's a something I realized that even with blessings during the transition period, it's still a test. Because it's a test to see what you do with that blessing. After all the stuff that we just been through, mm-hmm. now that was all the study. Mm-hmm. That was all the stuff you had to work for mm-hmm. to get to the test. Now, here's the test. What you going to do with it? Are you going to mess it up after I just showed you what to do this whole time? Mm-hmm. After all of that struggle? Because not a lot of times you're going to get a blessing at the end of that. A lot of times he's just going to put you straight to work. But right now he's putting us in a position to where, okay, I'm going to put you to work, but I'm going to bless it mm-hmm. in that time. So what you going to do with it? Because yeah. it's still a test. This ain't this ain't the, yeah, it ain't over yet because that transition basically led us to more transitions, but it's not as harsh as what we was already going through. So that's why I brought up the, uh, the life groups. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was, and it also, it shows again, like we knew that it was a time and a season for us to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we had to, we were hosting plenty of events over this Christmas break. For your birthday. Yeah. Um, we were hosting events in our house. Yeah. And we were realizing as we were working together to make sure our house was prepared for people, we was like, we can do this. Because in my mind, I was like, I don't think we could do this. Oh, no. I don't think we'll host something. Like, I don't, I, we can, but I didn't feel confident that we could. But seeing how people were brought together in our home and that even though we were going through tough seasons, we were able to still see people you know, light up when they come in our house and mm-hmm. still feel loved and still feel welcomed and comforted and all those things. I was like, okay, God, you're showing us something. Like that means we kind we need to be go ahead and be obedient. And then I'm in my mind, I'm like, do we have time like to have a life group? Like, will God, we work God, this God out? Make time. You know, we got podcasts, we got business stuff, we have work, we have this, my new schedule, all this stuff. Like, will we find time? And God was like, you find time. fine time i have people who need you and i need you to be obedient and we're like okay because you know this podcast was out of obedience honestly um what we're planning to do is out of obedience (laughs) what all the things that we got that god's showing us for vision is out of obedience and it's the for the purpose 
of what he wants us to do. So this is one more thing that is like, no, I need that to be priority. Yeah. Go ahead and put that first. Go yeah. ahead. So. Um, yeah, I think to just wrap this whole thing around is. Circle back. Circle back. <laughs> Pivot. <laughs> oh, wrap around. All right. <laughs> um, it's just when you're in the, the transition period, when you finally know that you're in that transition period, just realize that just keep God first throughout the whole thing because you never know what's going what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to hit you. It might be during that time. Now nah, remember, it might be during that time to where he you feel like you're in exile. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> Got you. That hey. wasn't Michael Todd that said that. No, but still, no, still brought up. This, okay, this God wrapping around. He, he said, wrapping, "No, it's not time yet. Let wrap, me slip it off the your mind." Wrap around effect. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. We've been talking about before it slips off. <laughs> now I'm in it now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so exile, you can see it two different ways. Basically, when he puts you in the exile, and that's basically what this transition period was for us, is is either you, it's either a punishment or a was it a punishment or a blessing? What was it? You bring stuff up that I can't remember. Basically, it was two sides of it. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's only dependent on your your actions before that. So if he was obeying him the whole time during that, you know, before that, and he has you in exile, it's not out of, you know, uh, you know him trying to spank you for whatever you did or nothing like that. It's more of putting you through a test. Mm -hmm. That's what that exile is. It's not something because you're doing something wrong. It's like, okay, now it's time to test you on all these things that you've learned. Mm -hmm. That's what this transition period is. It's, it's like an exile. Mm -hmm. Now, if you were sending all beforehand and he puts you in the exile, you're going to see it as punishment. Mm -hmm. When It's it's all how you see it. Yeah, it's how you see it. Mm -hmm. So this whole time during this transition period, wherever you're in, you could be in the middle of it. You could be at the end of it, cleaning up, whatever. It says that in the thing. I'll show you that later. But you just have to put God first and just, you know, push through it because at the end of it, one, you'll be stronger. So all them times you'll be like, oh, I'll pray for strength. This is, this is it. <laughs> so that's whole wrap around. What you got? Um, she tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, um, and it brings you back. I'm wrapping around too. I'm wrapping around, wrapping around. Wrap around. Um, it just brings you back to um, what marriage is all about. And when those seasons come to move in them and not be fearful of them. Yeah. Like if you're walking with it together, then walk in it together. That means praying together and communicating together and, and talking it through together because it's something you have to go through. Yeah. Like you can't avoid it. No, ain't no avoiding that. You just gotta just go with it, and so, um, yeah, it was a it's it's a journey, and it's really teaching us, and has taught us a lot, and so, um, yeah, yeah. And please make sure you communicate with your significant other because uh, if you don't, all them things that's happening, all the stress and everything like that, you're gonna be taking out on him because all he said was something. Literally, he's like, hey, something. Oh, I, I, you said it again. I'm like, what's wrong? Like, what you mad at? Anyway, just communicate. 
that's that's what it is. And you can, uh, communicate and um, remember the reason why you all are together. And um, yeah, and just be held accountable. Just be accountable. And if you need help with the communication, we got a uh, check in. Check it out. We have a check-in cheat sheet. He just stops. You don't ever finish what you're saying. We have a check-in. What? Where are we checking in? <laughs> you check in into our check-in cheat sheet. It's cheat a check-in cheat sheet that um, DJ and I created about the process of yeah. how we communicate um, bi-weekly. And it covers a various amount of topics. And if you're like wondering, like, what do I communicate about? How do I do that? And how do I still keep God first? Well, it's there. Yeah. So um, it's on the website. It's in the link. In the description, make sure y'all check it out so y'all can uh, do that. Long-term relationships, newlyweds, married folk, go grab it. Yeah. And also, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, say hi to our kids. He want fruit snacks. And, and he, he don't, don't want, want that. that. All right. We love y'all. Y'all have a good... <laughs> y'all have a good night or day however you're looking at this and when marriage and purpose collide the podcast we out thank you for tuning into when marriage and purpose collide podcast click on the link in the description to learn a little more about us subscribe and send a review on your takeaways or any new insight you have gained in this episode see you back here for our next episode peace